And we're back, everyone. Hello. Welcome to Rod and Flag, and I am Oliver Red Boots, and I am here, as always... I am Swan Mallsmith. I am the safety officer at the Temple of Gone. Praise Gone! Oh, praise Gone indeed. I should have... To, I probably should tell everybody I'm also a sorcerer, but, like, whatever. You know what I Do you think people don't know by now? I, I, I don't know. I, I hope You're a man are... of mystery. I mean... Well, I mean, I've tried to keep a low profile, you know, like... Ah, nonsense. How many old sorcerers do you know? It's like the lady that runs Silvery Moon, right? Right, yeah. Um, after that, Laurel. Yeah, Laurel. I got, I got all, I got nothing. Right. It, no, uh, Laurel. No, it's Illustrial. She's the. Oh, duh. Right. Right. No, geez, that's a faux pas, right there. Yeah. I'm gonna oh. tell her you said that. We'll see her next week at council. Okay. All right. So we're here. We're rod and flagging. We're here at the uh, Yawning Portal in Waterdeep, and we are here to offer our advice and tips and tricks from the road. Uh, speaking of the road. Uh, so I heard you made your way back from Tribor this week. I did. So we were off uh, for a couple of weeks. Uh, sorry, everybody, if you were expecting to hear from us. Uh, you were kind enough to give me a uh, sort of unexpected transportation option to Tribor. Oh, it's, I'm, I'm only sorry that I wasn't able to become, you know, bring you back with it. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, you know, it it, it beats getting on the road for a couple of weeks to get there. I mean, just a couple of weeks to get back, which was fine. Yeah, and it was an unexpected visit from Dave. That was nice when we oh, got yeah. there. Oh, yeah. oh, that was nice. Yeah. So yeah, so you were so for, so for people who don't know. I guess we should start by like Tribor's a village to the uh, northeast of yes. uh, Waterdeep. Yeah. So if you're going to Waterdeep, you're going to pass through Amphail and keep going. Yeah, uh, basically, until you get like, to Tribor. Keep going. Yeah. I heard they were recently attacked by giants too, right? I know that that's why you were headed there, right? Well, indirectly, yeah. So um, I got where this is sort of a. I realize we're now telling personal stuff, right? But you know, whatever. We I are. mean, well, this could be this could you know we're, look we're, we're the, a tip for a trick for the road is also like us telling like what the shit we're doing because so people can like get a better context of what Tribor is all about. Okay, fair. Um, I have a sister uh, who left the family and the Temple of Gond. This is also my favorite part. Everybody listen to this bit. A bit of an estranged sister. I hadn't seen... Uh, she's not estranged. She's just plain strange. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm proud of that joke. Okay. Uh, yes, I have, a, I have a sister. Tell everybody what she is. She's a druid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Swati's family of clerics of Gond, and they've spent their entire lives in the forge around industry and making things, and... They raised a barefoot, no shoes, acorns in her hair, uh, drew it. It just makes me so happy. Yeah, thanks. No, that's. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I have a sister who's a druid. Um, didn't so, know that she was going to be a druid when she. I mean, she just kind of left the family in a huff and went off to find herself. And then, you know, years later, we found out she was a druid. I mean, which, again, we're not saying there's anything wrong with druids. It just, it just doesn't fit with you know your your pragmatic family's nature. We're not. Yeah, we're not. Uh, we're not, druids. Druids. <laughs> We're not druid people. I, I don't know how to say that more politely than that. We're not druid people. But you're in Tribor visiting her now, right? So so I don't remember why exactly. Uh, we got word that she was going to be in Tribor because there was that giant attack in Tribor. Right. right? And the giant attack did a fair amount of damage to this horse ranch. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I happy know. horse yeah. ranch? Yeah, yeah, the happy horse ranch. Big, big deal in Tribor. Right. And for the people that don't know, there's a huge, like, Tribor is one of those, like, it's a very popular spot with rangers and druids, right? Because it's a lot of horses and shit. Yeah. And then your sister was helping the happy horse ranch kind of rebuild from that, right? Correct. What's the name of that family? The Kel... Carnfell? Oh, jeez. The, the Carna, Carnveller. Carnvellers, yes. Carnvellers. They're a lovely family. Right? Oh, they were super nice. They were super nice. And, and obviously didn't do anything to deserve half their ranch being destroyed by rocks from giants. Right. Right? So it was a, a bit of a, you know, community effort to get them. I mean, that's a, uh, like Amphail. Right? Horses oh, are big it was business. a community effort. So you were you surrounded by druids all week? Eating no, not really. <laughs> Sleeping outside? <laughs> 
was sleeping outside. Yeah, but no, I wasn't. I wasn't surrounded by druids. Have My sister like, was one of two. Have your hair? Come on, be nice. <laughs> Sorry. My sister was one of two druids that were making sure that the livestock were well kept after, and I was there to help. Um, you know, build, rebuild uh, some of the stuff that got destroyed. I mean, um, I can't think of a better person to send in if you got to rebuild than you. I mean, the sh- did, you, did you make them any golems this time? Uh, no, I mean, this was a little bit more pragmatic. Uh, like just mending I mean, fences and whatnot? Fences and part of the houses were destroyed. And so there was like, you know, nuts and it, And it gave me an opportunity to go check out uh, Fohammer. The Forge. The Forge yeah, in uh, Tribor. Uh, Oh, God. I'm going to tell everybody now. If you ever travel a swan, he will insist that you, that you go to every f***ing forge uh, in, like, a, the, a radius of ten miles or so just to check it out. I mean... As if there's going to be a difference. They're going to have f***ing hammers and perhaps some anvils. You just don't know what you're looking for. What? what? No, of course not. The nuances of forgery. Forgery? Forge, forge work? Forge work. It's definitely not forgery. That's what I do. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, the nuances are lost on me. I, I can't tell one hammer from the other hammer. They don't always look like hammers. Look at these spindly arms. It look like I can handle a lot of hammers. No, but this one is particularly famous. Really? Oh, yeah. Like hammers Forge has is, is been around a long, long... I mean, it's one of the oldest uh, active... Still active forges are in, in Faerun. So, like, sell it to me as, as like, compared to the one in Waterdeep. Oh, no, the one in Waterdeep is much bigger and much more modern. Uh, this one is just sort of... Uh, it's got historical value. So, it's, it's you're just there to see the, for the quaintness of it all. For the, well, I mean, also, I mean, it still works, right? So, I got a chance to, to do some building there uh, on the supplies that were needed. I mean, it was just, you know, geez, I can't tell you how many nails I made. Hang on, dude. You traveled all the way north to help rebuild, and then you spent a significant time in another forge. I was there to see my sister and be helpful. Right. And, you know, the uh, more time I could be helpful, the more time I could spend with my sister. Please so, tell yeah. me you at least made it into the talking troll for one or two pints. <laughs> yeah, I oh, got you covered, God. big guy. That place is such a dump. Yo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, for younger adventurers, when you're going through Tribor... Um, they have this place, it's called the Talking Troll. It is the shittiest dive bar you will ever... And they, like, they have... You could, like, sleep there now, right? Like, yeah. It's like I wouldn't, the, but you can. <laughs> it's one of those places where, like, if you go there, right, the food sucks, the drinks are warm, the beds are dirty. They hand you a but greasy you yet sticky menu of drinks. <laughs> Sticky and there's on like, one side, there is on the other. <laughs> literally dozens of drinks on this menu, and somehow they are all slightly wrong. And they all taste remarkably similar. Yeah. Like, oh, we have different drinks, and I'm like, no, you really no, don't. No, no, you have malt liquor plus flavor is what you have. <laughs> They ring some blueberries into the yeah, drink. Yeah, not good blueberries. See, I mean, like, but it's one of those things. Like, you have to go there when you yeah, go yeah. there, right? Like, I mean, like, there's a lot of places like that, but like, particularly the Talking Trolls is just one. Just, it's one of those things. It's a rite of passage. Go to Tribor and go. To yeah, the I mean, Troll. I mean, you could go to uh, what are the other ones? The Tribor Arms. Right, that's another famous one. But, yeah, but that one's just nice. That's nice. You don't, like, if you <laughs> go to the dumpy one. No one's going. I see, like, you don't have a few pints. They'd be like, oh, let's go to that. Let's just always, hey, we, we feel a little rowdy. Let's go to the talking troll because we know that's where some shenanigans yeah. are going to happen. No, no shenanigans are going to happen anyway. I mean, else. you'll probably get a quest at the Tribor Arms, <laughs> but, it's, but it's, you'll, but you'll <laughs> have a better time yeah. at the talking but troll. But no, you, I mean, you'll get, you could get, you could get quest from the talking troll it's just a dubious nature yeah right? it'll be like, mean, if you need some rats some basement rats <laughs> well, yeah. yeah there's plenty of basement rats to kill for new adventures there oh, oh yeah hell. so like so you rebuilt like half the town that i imagine huh 
I mean, we're there for, yeah, we're there for a couple weeks. Um, I mean, at least they're in better shape now. They're not going to get overrun. um, And, you know, their livestock is cared for. I mean, that that town would have been a real... Do you know what type of giants invaded? Uh, Big ones, I imagine. uh, It wasn't hill giants. Okay, I guess we should explain that too, right? Young adventurers, there are several types of giants. Hill giants being the lowest on the totem pole as far as they go, and um, uh, storm giants being the highest on the totem pole. Yeah, it wasn't stone giants either. Storm giants. And what do you got? Cloud, fire, and stone... And probably stone giants. That doesn't that doesn't stand to reason. Stone well, giants are, are like you. They're like they they just like to build <laughs> and make stuff. And they don't normally come out of their caves. And, uh, attacking a village is out of stone giant character. Fair. So it would probably, if I had to guess, hill or fire, because those are the ones. Oh, and uh, frost giants, but those are all typically yeah. It's, when, not, it's not really cold, cold right? enough. What, no. was there, was there, there was a there was that guy, the giant, the frost giant who was on Force Gray in Waterdeep. And he he wore that really cool like white dragon skull as a. Oh helmet. right, 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 but right. He had a big ass sword. That guy was fucking cool. Yeah, he was terrifying. Oh yeah, really cool. I don't know. And frost as frost giants go, I don't think they're normally good. Anyway, we're digressing. This see, this is a tip and trick though. This yeah. is why we should talk about tribal. And so they were attacked probably by fire or hill, right? If you had to pick one it was, of those It was two. like, you know, not on retrospect, it was probably hill. Yeah. But I guess if you're going to be attacked by giants, you really want it to be hill, right? Yeah. Because they're really just going to take your food. Yeah, yes. Just, they're, yeah. They are, um, they're portly. Yeah. I guess. You're going to eat your horses. Right. Yeah. Because that's what they kind of go for. Right. So, so big ass rocks everywhere. Did you like had to had to clear all that shit out? Yeah, there was some of that. I mean, they had some of the local uh, uh, strapping lads that were a little bit more uh, responsible for moving the rocks. So, I, so your sister's name is Matilda, right? Yes. So Maddie, Maddie. So Maddie is like, as on you know, if you would like to rank her druidness, like she like somewhere in the middle, at the upper, the higher echelon. Like, I mean, she wasn't born into it, right? I, I think it was just something that she kind of came to a little bit self taught. So right. I don't think particularly up there. Yeah, not particularly up right, there. Right, so, so, so like she can talk to trees, but like they don't always talk back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. No, it's, it smells like skunk weed, no matter what. You know, <laughs> I just I still can't get over the fact that you have a druid in your family. The next thing you're gonna tell me you have like a <laughs> necromancer in your family. I'm gonna <laughs> shit my pants. No, 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 no. No. So, th- so like, you had to, you had to walk back, or did you get to, did you get some horses? No, I didn't. I didn't have to walk back. Um, the Wainwright's wagons family, right, was out of there, and there was a lot of wagons that came into town with supplies uh, to get people situated. And so, when it was time for me to to head out, uh, all I had to do was really hitch a ride with one of the wagons that was headed back to Waterdeep. And so that's what I did. I hope I can come to you for all the work you did in the village. In the town, whatever it is. I mean, I I got fed, and I got, I was there to help and see my sister. I didn't really, I wasn't looking for payment. No, oh, and uh, I hope they comped you for, like, you know, uh, not they paid you. Like, they at least comped you the, the ride back, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you, uh, did you stop at Amphail again? And Yeah, we did, yeah. <laughs> Go stay at night at our favorite. I did, yeah, I did. I mean, I, I had some of the ale, which was really, the summer ale, still making it, and it's really good. It was so f***ing hot last week. Was it was? Oh God! Yeah. So I I ended up. Oh, man, do we want to talk about my week? Because while we're gone, yeah, maybe, maybe we could learn something from that too. Please, dude. I ended I ended up on the stone bridge for a little while. Um, God damn! Like, and I mean, I didn't want to go there, and I, I just magic got a little away from me. Yeah, and that's kind of like just where I ended up coming back. Okay. And I guess we should explain what the stone bridge is. It's, it's right outside. Um, I don't know exactly. Like, it's near Red Lodge. It's basically a well. It's a stone bridge. It's a stone bridge I right guess. there in the name. It's evocative, right? Yeah. But it's like it's like super high up in the in the air, and there's no hand 
rails. You figure I really figured like some like some priests have gone to like you know kind of like guys like you would put a fucking handrail on. Nobody's put a fucking handrail me into being the safety officer for the stone bridge. Dude, well I think I've traveled with you so long. The first thing that came into my mind was crossing this damn dangerous ass bridge was this really needs a handrail. Yeah. Like how fucking hard would it be to like every now and then set up a post, maybe a rope or across something, make a fucking effort. And but I don't know who owns it. No, it's a good question. Yeah, I don't know either. So I was in the middle of the goddamn thing, and I was like, all right. Uh, and I got a bird from in the stone bridge. And how I got a magical bird in the middle of the stone bridge, I will never understand. And I don't know. I really need to look into that magic because it was quite impressive. Okay. So I had to travel to Port Nyanzaru again. Again? Again. Why? Um, well, I'm, I'm... Well, I know I'm, why, but I mean, why this time? Well, I... So there was a little kerfuffle um, regarding... The, the like the rankings in our in our in our guild there right like so I guess I should just tell it right I should just spill it so I am a high ranking member in the Port Nyangaru Thieves Guild right and I, to which I get a small stipend every now and then yep. which I have to pay off some debts with yeah so occasionally that we have to vote to either um, remove someone from a leadership position <laughs> okay it doesn't always have to end like that but no. you know typically it does because when they've stolen too from much the from the rest of the group exactly yeah. right you got the rogue tax just got a little too high or you know we vote you know a few members in or we vote in new hierarchy right and because of like i I'm basically this point i'm like thief emeritus right like i'm not really involved anymore but yeah. they, they, they still bring me down because i could do cool shit with magic and sure they kind of need that yeah and I'm like, thief let's just be honest like i do you don't want me picking a lock you don't want me doing anything like that yeah like you're that, more of a hmm, not that guy you're right? more of a rogue than a thief Am I? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I have rogue-like, like you know, tendencies, but I'm definitely not a rogue. Yeah, I mean, you're a rule breaker. You're uh, right. Well, that's uh, how charming. Um, that's how I got into it in the first place, right? But like you know, you have to make those kinds of decisions, and they called me down, and I did, <laughs> and we, did, and oh god, the new leader, he has a fucking <laughs> pet Tyrannosaurus Rex. So I guess, I guess what? We should, yeah, we should probably talk about Chult too, right? So Port Nyanzaru is a, is a is a well, it's a port city in in the land of Chult, which is basically just jungles. And right. Everything in that jungle wants to kill you, from the plants all the way up to the you know the charismatic megafauna that yeah, just, yeah. that just eat you. They don't yeah. care. Literally everything in that place wants to eat you. It wants to it wants to eat you, and, and they will except yeah. for those little things with the clickety heads. Those are pretty cool. I don't remember what they're called. The, so freaking, the, the roads want to eat you occasionally. It's <laughs> like yeah, if it rains, the roads will <laughs> eat you. I don't understand how people live there. I did the fucking balls, man. Yeah. It, 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 there were people whose job, whose little job it is, is to take travelers into the jungle and try not to get them eaten. And I guess, like, a 75% rate of eaten versus not eaten is, like, satisfactory. Okay. So, like, if you if we took four people into the jungles of Chold and three of us came back, they would high-five the shit out of that guide. All which right. Which seems like, I mean, like... Yeah. If I'm... You only lost one. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, one is too fucking many. Yeah. <laughs> you paid for four. Oh, did you protect four? No, that's a win for them. They have floating rocks in that goddamn place. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, like I do not fucking like. It's almost like a waste of spells. I have to cast fly on myself just to go have a quick conversation and come back down. And every now and then, it's not like it's not like a. Uh, I have to do it multiple fucking times in a day. Anyway, so the 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 new leader of the of the thieves guild has a pet fucking dinosaur. It's thirty feet tall and eats all the food that the thieves are trying to get. So th- what they brought me down there was is we had to have a vote to see whether or not that we would have to get have the boss get rid of this fucking T Rex. <laughs> No, I, just, I have so many questions. I know. So, like, dude, you know what I had to do? I had to, f- I had to send the T Rex to a different plane. Okay, all right. So the vote passed, right? And they were like, uh, they were all looking around, like, what, what the f- do we do about a T Rex? And I'm like, 
And I was like, all right, guys, I'll see you next week. I got our next month or whatever the fuck I come back. And they were like, no, no, Bootsy, you need to, can you, we need you to get rid of the fucking T-Rex. I'm like, just open the gate. I feel like this problem will solve itself. Yeah. Ready to let it run back into the fucking jungle. Then I realized we're right on the edge of the city and that's probably a terrible idea. Nobody wants to be responsible for releasing a fucking T-Rex in the middle of a city. Well, okay. So, I know I'm can going we unpack right? this? Like, this I'm... I don't know. Like what my I, first question, which is not you, the most you, important question, before you answer, ask the question. Okay. I do want to say I have no idea what plane I sent that T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if there are some plane hoppers and like T Rex has showed up, my sincere apologies. Send us a bird, and I will go and help clean up that. Bird. I mean, part of me hopes that T Rex is high as a kite on the astral plane right now, <laughs> just floating around. Yeah. You got into <laughs> some mushrooms. <laughs> Uh, I mean, questions that come to mind. Like Feywild. Oh, that'd be another cool place for a T-Rex, right? Yeah. Like Oberon's like, what the f*** is this? Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, questions. Yes, absolutely. Did, did the T-Rex get a vote? <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess I guess we should have called your sister and had him awaken him. You know, like, and we could have given him a vote. All right. We probably would have had to explain the situation first. But how does, no, we did not give the T-Rex a vote. How does the head of the Thieves Guild think a T-Rex is conducive to maintaining a low-profile Thieves Guild? <laughs> well... I think initially it was like given to him by like one of the like the, I guess the, the more popular nobles that run Port Nine's Arun. Right? Okay, it's like I guess it was more of a merchant. It's not really a noble class there, but like it was given to him as a, as a present, as a very and you know when you see the for the first time they're no bigger than a house dog. Um, but that changes like yeah. really fucking fast. Yeah, and then he was using it kind of like as an you know as an example setter, right? You know, like you fucked up, and they would just feed him to the T Rexes, and then like you know the other higher ups started to have a problem with that, and it being. Well, I mean, I'm everybody not. would want a T-Rex at that point, right? Because... Yeah, you just feed bad to it and add do wells to it, right? Or you need your own T-Rex for protection from other T-Rexes. <laughs> I mean, it's just... <laughs> I know, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. So that's that's a T-Rex down? tiny arms race right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I got called down there. We we had the vote, and, I, and you know the, he was really broken up over it. But, you know, I we had to do it. What was the T-Rex's name? Are they called Count Exy? Count Exy? Like yeah, they like they gave him a nobility title, and I couldn't figure it out. I was like, okay, Count Rexy. I, I said Exy. It was Count Rexy. Count Rexy. Yeah. I, why, why I mean, to be fair, pretty noble, uh, pretty yeah. higher up, and then like if anybody that can eat me should have some <laughs> kind of title. Dude, you should have seen the size of these teeth. I actually have one back in the apartment. I kept one. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Well, but I just send it away. Right, so they asked me, I was like, can I have a tooth? And they said, well, how do you get it out? And I got it out. We're not going to discuss how. It's <laughs> like, I have my ways. I'm not, you know, I'm not completely incompetent. And then I sent it to... Some place. Well, you know, like, plane shift um, is one of the things that I can do with magic, right? So I can, I can, we can travel to different planes. We can come back and, right? Um, but there's always a chance that I don't know what plane we're going to go to. And, you know, well, it's, I get really great magic, but sometimes it just gets, has a mind of its own. Yep. And that was one of those times. So I, I honestly, I really hope, I really hope it didn't end up in Sigil. I'll never get an invite back. Yeah. Well, I haven't heard anything. Right? No? Well, I guess we should keep our ears, ears out there. could have gone into one of the earth planes. It could have gone to the fire planes. Probably I mean, not like there it, anymore. If I sent it to one of the elemental planes, that definitely, the problem's definitely solved yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, could you imagine if I, we go to, like, the city of Embers and, or... Yeah, yeah I mean, oh. they're cooking some big steaks or... <laughs> <laughs> or the the Sultan is like, um, quick, 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 guys! I, we know it was you, Boots. Can we listen to the show? It's like, oh, so, yeah. How much do I owe you? Sorry about that. If you have experienced dinosaur-related <laughs> damage to your property, please contact us. Can you imagine the insurance premiums on that? Like, I don't know. Is that kind this of is why we don't have adventuring insurance? <laughs> oh no, God no! I knew, what did no. you do? We sent a dinosaur someplace. <laughs> someplace expensive? Well, I guess everything's expensive if you have a f- dinosaur. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, so that that was my week. I had spent, you know, and, and then after that, you know, Port Nines Arbor is a really great place to visit because they have dinosaur races there. That's right. And so you can like you can watch a Velociraptor race like something else, like a Triceratops or some shit. Yeah. Like I, it's it, quick quick don't... hint: if it's got Velosa in the name, it's probably <laughs> the faster one. Right. The other thing is they don't. Sometimes they don't even use the fucking racetracks, dude. They will just like they will just have a race in the streets. Like oh. there's, there's like carts, there's kids going to school, and the next thing you know, there's a fucking triceratops with a little cobalt on him, whack him on the bum to get him to go faster. It's, it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the craziest place I've ever been to. And apparently, there's some temple there that was that was underwater that has gone like it's come back. Oh yeah. So like we like in my younger days, I would have been like, dude, we need to go check that shit out. But now I'm like, eh, fuck that. I just sent a T-Rex to a different plane. I think I'm gonna sit the rest of the week out. Yeah. Wow. That, so that was a lot to unpack for everyone. Maybe we should go freshen up our drinks. Yeah, absolutely. We got a good fresh drink. Uh, we did get some birds. They came in. All right, right? So, so we'll can, cover some birds when we get back. We can ask some, ask some, uh, answer some questions, and hey, we'll be right back, everyone. All right, and we're back with fresh drinks. Yes, we are. Sorry, I didn't go with ale this time. I'm with coffee, and I'm a little dragon right now. Well, I mean, it was a busy week. It was a busy week. It was a busy week. Not often do I get to like teleport all over the realms and send my friends to cool places. And and uh, I haven't seen Maddie in oh my god, it must have been at least a decade. Yeah, I mean, yes. And uh, her son was there, I so did, I, I, I have a nephew who I very, very, very rarely get. A yeah, I'm sorry I couldn't stick around to meet him. Forgive me for that. So but, you know, maybe next time. Yeah. So you said we had some birds. I, we always do this. Hey, hey, everyone, Rod and Flagon. Um, yep. You can send your birds to us at Rod and Flagon. And, and, and Darren has been really good about getting us the ones that get sent here. And, uh, of course, you can send your birds to me at Oliver Redboots or to Swanee at S. Mall Smith. That's right. right. I nailed it that time. Yep. Damn, about time. So send us your birds. If you have questions or you need, or you're in need of tips or tricks. Or, you know, you just want to f*** with us a little bit. Please do. Yeah. Um, do not send us advertisements. Do not send us, like, hey, if you go here and, and talk to this guy, you can get right. XYZ yeah, tax breaks. Please don't send us that stuff. I don't need to buy any more property up north in Ten Towns. Thank you, though. No, no, I'm not interested in your timeshare. <laughs> right, just stop. I didn't go on the road adventuring for 30 years. But to, you should to... say it. No, say it. Say it, Swanee. I have a little place in Neverwinter. Oh, God. <laughs> I have a little place in Kalimshan. Do you now? <laughs> Not really. Like, you know how f***ing hard it would be to vacation all the way down there for, like, a normal person? You had to get in a boat and sail down there for a month just to be able to take, what, a few days there and then f***ing come back to work? This is timeshare. This is the stupidest idea I've ever heard It really is. It really is. It's like, I don't know where these f***ing morons come up with these these business ideas. Ugh. Anyway, enough of that. So you said we had some birds this week. I'm sorry. I prioritized. We got uh, probably more to get through than we could get through uh, today. Wow, but well, yeah, we, we, we were away as well. Yeah. Right. Um, nuts and bolts adventuring questions from new adventurers, right? So I'll, 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 I've got a couple here for you. I love that you're asking a question that you would probably already also answer because I'm not the nuts and bolts guy. Let's yeah. just be honest. Well, here's, here's one that I know that... Uh, I'm the frills and fucking lace guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got a question which made me chuckle because we had we had a guy that was like this uh, insists on bringing a ten foot pole. Why? Eventually. What the fuck for? I don't know. What, we what never could figure it, it out. It's like, dude, I have mage hand. I can send it to go do the thing. That's right. The same thing that the fucking ten foot pole could have. He couldn't pole vault. No, it's not like he was using it to fight monsters. He just insisted. You know how fucking stupid it is to carry a ten foot pole when the ceiling is only seven and a half feet tall. Yeah, you did right. And then you're just poking everyone in the in the in the adventuring party, especially when you were able to see in the dark. But like, we finally got that sorted out. Yes, there was literally no other use for the ten foot pole. No, it was just a gigantic. Do you remember when this dumbass cut it in half and he wanted to like to to, to mill it till you could screw it together? So we had technically had two five and a half or two five foot poles, for which a long are time? still better. 
It's way better, but it was still dumb as shit. Right. I will never understand the younger inventor's reliance on the 10-foot pole. If you're going to poke a mimic, right, or something you think is a mimic with a 10-foot pole, there's no difference. It's not going... Throw a rock at it, for like, goodness sake. It's fucking stupid. It's going to wait until the, the thing is operating. It's a, it's, an, it's a predator. They're not dumb. He's poking it with a stick. A 10-foot pole is about as youthful as a fishing rod in a dungeon. I mean, how many times did we go to a, to a cave where, like, this, I mean, taverns are one thing. It's a pain in the neck. But, like, the cave, like, God, trying to just turn these sharp corners in the cave with a stupid 10-foot pole. He's, like, trying to angle his 10-foot pole to not make it. And, and like, when we're hiding from clack, something. Clack, 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 clack. Oops, sorry. Clack. Yeah, clack. Yep, yeah, yeah, nope. Well, well, Christ. Well, now, great. Now the ogres know we're here, Bob. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Moron. That was, that thing, I think the 10-foot pole actually got us into more fights than it got us out of fights. Absolutely. There's Absolutely. no doubt, right? What is? What could you possibly need a 10-foot pole for that you can't do with Mage Hand? Or you can't do by with picking up a rock? rope. Or some rope. Right, you, you can lift up <laughs> you can pick down <laughs> Like, dude, get over yourself with a 10-foot pole. I know that for many years, especially in our generation, I think it was really more our generation, Swanee, if we're just being 100% honest, right? Yeah. The 10-foot pole was ubiquitous for older adventurers. And the, the younger group, I feel like they have a bit more... Um, I think they've called shenanigans on that stupid f***ing pole rule, right? I would never always take extra rations in a 10-foot pole. Shut your face. I will say, if you're a monk, you know, you you can carry whatever you want. If a a 10-foot pole is your thing, I've seen some monks do some interesting things with some inanimate objects, and they're smart enough to not, like, whack, you know. But if you're Bob the Fighter, then I'm going to shove that pole so far up your (laughs) I guess there are exceptions to every rule. We shouldn't paint with that broad of a brush, right? You know, I'm sure there are some monks that use a 10-foot pole as their weapon. But by and large... If you're a regular guy, yeah. right? If you're a fighter like Bob, yeah. you don't you don't fucking need it. You're not. Need you especially a don't need it like when we were getting like better at this. Like you know, like we could do cool shit with magic, and like you know, um, Thud was strong enough to throw me fucking thirty feet in the air to yeah. land on the other side of a pit trap. Why do we need a pole? Right. We just didn't need it. So I I don't know. I am not an advocate for the ten foot pole, nor will I ever be. Agreed. Agreed. So, like, younger adventurers, forego the 10-foot pole for a, a better piece of equipment. And if you're going to have a rope, take a f***ing grappling hook, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. I mean, if you're not a wizard, right, and you can't do rope trick or sorcerer, I think you've, I think I've seen you do rope trick. Yeah, well, well, I mean, that's only because I can, I, you know, not all my magic comes from just being a That's fair, yeah. yeah. Rope, much better than a 10-foot pole. You do need 50-foot of rope. Like, I, I will I will go to the mat for that one. 50-foot yeah, of rope is useful. I know you guys did. Yeah. Right? So I, 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 won't, I won't doubt its usefulness, but, like, you know, I, I got to... If we're going to walk all day, I don't want to carry a bunch of shit. You know, I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah. I, I that checks out. And I knew you would. So, like, listen, I'm not going to carry the <laughs> rope if I know you're going to. Okay, fair. <laughs> all right, what else we got? Here's a question. If you don't have a bag of holding... You should get a bag of holding. Well, yeah, for, clearly. Where, whatever, whatever question's about to come up, it should end with, but if you can, get a bag of holding. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, let's just start there. If you can get All a bag right. of holding, get one, because they're, they're... They're the best. They're the best. There's, like, there's no other magic equipment that anyone has ever made that will top a bag of holding. No. I don't care what it is. It's, the bag of holding is the most... Um, like I don't know, like useful piece of equipment of all time. Oh, hands down. Not even close. Not a second. Like everybody else is fighting for second place. Yeah. But 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 the question. Right. The question is, if you don't have a bag of holding and you come across a lot of gold, what do you do? 
Yeah, we've had, we, I mean, this has happened to us before. Like, I have that floating disc spell, yep. right? Yep. Um, that was really convenient. We could just put all, we just put all there, our, right? stack it up and try not to jostle too much. We, but. If I remember correctly, we wrapped most of it in the tent, right? We, we put the tent on the, on, on the disc That's so right. we would know where the disc was. And then we put all the gold in the tent, and then we folded the tent around the gold so people wouldn't be like, oh, what's in the tent? And it's like, it's clearly a, a <laughs> ton of treasure. Right. That eventually all went to the Church of Gaunt. <laughs> well, dude, I'm just saying it did. You hurt my feelings with that. I'm not saying they, that it wasn't, you know, important for us to give that treasure to the church. But, like, at the time, you know, I was, I was a little bit younger, a little bit rasher. You got your you got your cut? I only my cut went to the Church of Gone. No, it was going to the orphanage. I gave it to them, too. Oh. I'm not going to take them away from the, the from needy children. I'm not a I'm not a monster. That's fair. Well, I guess I am a monster, but, like, I'm not that bad of a monster. Okay. So, I mean, like, that's a good one, right? That's the, the tensest floating disc. But if you don't have access to magic... Yeah. Oof, man. Uh, you're kind of f***ed. I guess you're just going to carry what you can, and then... A lot of people don't know, gold is heavy as shit. Gold is super-duper heavy. So, like, I always prefer to get, like, a bubble, right? Like a diamond, right? A yeah, diamond, yeah. an emerald. Prioritize the shinies that's not metal. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, a, you could, like, come across a, a, a vast treasure of copper. You'd be like, oh, great. Yeah. What am I going to do with this? Hooray. <laughs> Remember we found like a few thousand electrum? Oh yeah. And I, I had I had to talk thud and and like like really like sit him down and be like, no, this is the same as gold. It's just a little bit less valuable. Right. He didn't believe me. Right. Forty five fucking minutes. I'm arguing with a gigantic barbarian over the value of electrum. <laughs> I know. I know. He didn't even want his cut. <laughs> this is worthless. <laughs> I don't want it. So Can't spend stupid. this. <laughs> and he, he still ended up carrying most of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm carrying your <laughs> trash boots. <laughs> That was one of my favorite adventures. Uh, I mean, get your biggest party member a decent ba- uh, pack. Yeah, the quality too. Quality counts. Like right. We, like we spent a lot of money on our packs. Yeah. Could you imagine you're carrying all this valuable sh- halfway there? The bottom of your pack breaks out. No. Yeah, you'd be feel sh- just had just turned around, give up the adventuring lifestyle, go be a baker or something. I mean, we talked about this too. Like cobalt will reset the traps, right? So you can't just assume. I just wish I'd have known that at the time because I probably would have eradicated the cobalt families. Actually, I guess I'm glad you didn't tell me until now, because I probably would have eradicated the yeah. cobalt families, right? And then, like, a younger adventurer wouldn't learn the same lessons that we learned in those dungeons. I, I'm just saying, like, don't be... Don't assume you have easy passage out. Oh, also, don't assume that if you say, oh, we'll just leave it here and we'll come back for it, that it'll be exactly, like, all... You'll, you'll have to basically run the gambit again, right? Right, right So, right. like, it's not like you can just go and, like, oh, we'll just leave this uh, large treasure pile here and then come back and get it later. No, because you're going to have to fight a lot of the same monsters. You're going to have to go through a lot of the same traps. And if it's like a wizard or a cult, for sure they're going to call in backup at that time. Yeah. You never know. You might have to fight some elder god to get your treasure. So, you know, take what you can and then get the out. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not critical to take every single last shiny bobble piece of gold. Like, make sure you, you know, if you can, fill your pockets. Fill your oh. pockets with the biggest rocks. And if there are magic items, or you think there are magic items, take identify those. Yeah. At least, you know, at least detect magic on them, right? Like, yeah. Like, you cast your spell of, like, what is and is not magic. Prioritize those items first. Because typically, you know, a magical sword is worth way more than 100 gold. I will say, we, we had a rule um, that we sort of figured out later on, which was detect magic up front, leave the dungeon, then identify. Like, don't camp out. Yeah, I would say that's the appropriate order. Yeah, can't, right? don't camp out where the treasure is nope. and let your, your wizard start doing the identify ritual after unidentify <sighs> ritual after oh, identify. You're just waiting for people to sneak up yeah, on Yeah, that's you. the only way I know how to do it. Right. Like, but I does, but do, do, it. It, do it in the dungeon. Do yeah. it outside the dungeon. Yeah. You just grab everything that gives off that aura. <laughs> off. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's, that's actually a good tip. 
Because if you if you do that, you're giving the kobolds time to reset everything and maybe let in more monsters. Yeah. No. Pick it up and pick it up and move it. All right. What's next? Uh, so talking about speaking of magic items. Okay. Should you ever trust an item that can think for itself? Oh my god, no. Yeah. Like a, like a sentient magic item? Yeah. Why would you ever do that? Never. I, mean, I guess I guess there again. I don't want to point with too broad of a brush. I'm sure I'm sure there are some like ancient dwarven weapons, right? That are you know like benevolent, right? But I would suggest that if a sword is talking to you, it's um. Its ulterior motives or its goals are, in fact, nefarious. You should assume that if you have an object that's sentient, the actual sentient part is not there by choice. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. And right. it's probably like like eating souls, yeah. right? Or like trapping, like using your power to get its own power and build up. And so I know, oh man, we went plane hopping. This is years and years ago. I'm trying to remember the name of the little frail guy. He had white hair and he was an albino, right? He was, he was really, really, like, he was pretty frail, frail, honestly, right? And he had that huge black sword. And I don't remember the name of it, but he, when he wielded that sword, he was incredibly powerful. Right. And if I remember correctly, when we saw that for the first time, we f***ed off right away. We were like, you know what, this probably is not our plane, we should get out of here. Yeah, this is a, there's a red flag here. Right, there's like, oh, that guy, he looks like he's a delicate flower, and then, oh my god, he's killing everything. Well, yep. it's been fun, it's been real, we gotta get out of here. Right. And like, and that kind of shit happens more with the sentient magic items. So don't trust them. No. Not at all. No. If I remember correctly, there was an, like, it's usually swords. Why is it usually swords? That's a good question. Is I don't it, know why. Is it because they're easy to forge or it's easy to put the magic into? Or are they I, just more useful weapon for the type of people that would want to use them? I mean, I, I'm not a, I'm not an enchanter. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we, we did have come across like a, an enchanted hammer or two. Yeah, but, uh, but like usually that was like done by a cleric of some type of god. Though. It right. Wasn't, it wasn't right. done by like a, a me. No, no, no. no. I, I never learned how to do that. I'd really like to. Really? No, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> okay. Like, I mean, I could make rings magical temporarily, but like, that's not my thing, man. Because Why would you? You said you wanted to learn how to do this. I know I probably should have, but like it seems like a lot of work. Oh no! I, I my understanding is it's a tremendous amount of work. Yes, yeah, it's like why would I do that when I have all I can do all of that shit innately. Like yeah, I mean a lot of this stuff is is like you think about the amount of work that goes into making a magic item of some kind. No, oh, it's tremendous. Sometimes it's like every you have to do the same thing every day for a year. Yeah, and then sometimes like the juice isn't worth the squeeze. You get like a shit magic item. Yeah, right. It's like oh, this sword is extremely sharp. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, these I gloves will resize themselves to whoever wants to wear them. What else do they do? No, they're just gloves. <laughs> they like, well, cool. Warm, dip yeah. <laughs> they can be elf gloves. They can be giant gloves. Um, what do they do? Uh, plus one to keeping my fingers warm. That's not that's not useful at all. No. All right. What else? What have we got? These are good. These are good tips, Swanny. I gotta admit. Like, I mean, that's the other thing. If you're traveling north, buy a good coach. <laughs> like the simple. Oh yeah. Like I mean, <laughs> I'm not here to advertise. Well, I don't have anybody here to advertise coats. But for goodness sakes, like. <laughs> Get a nice, nice winter jacket. Uh, this one's probably a question for me. Maybe. I mean, you're not I mean, really a stabby, stabby the, guy. Typically, the pragmatic is <laughs> more of a question for you, and then I just add my two cents anyway. Right. Now, how many knives or daggers should you carry? Oh, dude, I've seen people just, just covered in them. Yeah. Like, they, they, like it looked like they were wearing a suit made out of f***ing <laughs> daggers. Yeah, we've seen people, we used to joke, were wearing, like, dagger mail. Yes, I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not really, like, okay, so I am a high-ranking member of Thieves Guild, but that's more by, you know, by chance than anything else. But, like, I do know a lot of thieves that will wear 15 to 20 
daggers? It gets weird, right? Because, again, they're supposed to be the quiet ones. There's only so many you can wear before they start clinking into each other. But the ones that do it well, do it really f***ing well. Yeah. I know there was a circus performer. I think she was actually a bard. But she had just covered in f***ing daggers and flipping all over the place and throwing the, the daggers at them. It was really effective. But, like, I guess that's why she needed so many of them. But, like, at what point does it get, like, you're being, you're just basically a hoarder. You're yeah. basically a dragon, right? Yeah. You're like just Instead of treasure, you have f***ing daggers. Also, it was like, Shoah was losing at least one of them, yes. right? Because it's like, I started with 20, and I started throwing them here and there. <laughs> and, like, at the end of the fight, I had to go find them all. And, I don't know, two of them escaped. I don't know where they went. <laughs> it also seems like it's a lot of maintenance, too, right? The more daggers, the longer time you had to sharpen. Yeah, and, like, seriously, oil. that's, like, that's a lifestyle at that point, right? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, you're going to sharpen your six day Like, oh. Uh. Like, if I say I'm going to sharpen my dagger, it's a euphemism for something. If, like, they say it, they, like, literally go no, to no, sharpen daggers. No, I spend the next, yeah, I spend all night. All night sharpening a dagger. Rubbing this room. rock with my knives. And, like, you know, some, like, those those uh, mundane daggers aren't effective against all of the things that we had to battle. So it's like you're throwing, you're basically throwing rocks at that point. Yeah. Like, I don't know. If you can get a, if you can get a bunch of magical, like, there was that one guy, the, I think he was, what, he was a drow, right? He had that dagger, that bracelet that just, like, made infinite daggers. That was nice. That was a really cool thing. Yeah. Like, so that kind of, I, like, I would suggest that these dagger hoarders get one of those instead of that, you know? So, like, they can, they can just manifest all the, da- the daggers of their dreams. Yeah. I don't know if they linger afterwards. I, I did, we didn't really see that, but I'm sure they dissolve or whatever, right? So you could have your, your dagger, you know, extravaganza without all of the clinking. Yeah. Dagger mail. Now, I mean, like, check that shit out. That was pretty cool. I can't remember that drow's name, but he was a little flamboyant. We'll meet him again. He had a hat. Remember the guy with the hat and the feather in the hat? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the eye patch that constantly shifted eyes. We should probably remember who the hell that guy was. So is that it, Swanny? Are we good for this week? Yeah, I mean, some other questions, but we can get to them next week. Oh, you want to do one more? Let's do one more before we go. Okay, so we, here's something we haven't talked about in the past. All right. Um, and I don't have a ton of experience with. So maybe you do. And you would think I would have experience with this, but I don't. What do you got? Uh, there's a question here about uh, a Warforged. Okay. All right. We should probably explain Warforged first. Yeah. They're basically sentient golems from uh, another land. I can't remember the name of the land, but they're basically like robots. They're, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're suits of armor that are, are, are smart. And right. they have like a you know their own in, innate uh, intellect. Right. right, that's right. They're ne- they're sort of semi uh, sentient, semi sentient. No, they're definitely sentient because they have their own unique personalities and all that stuff. And I, I believe there was a war on a different plane, and they were designed to fight in that war. That's and right. have now like been given their free will. That's right. So the question was, uh, should I trust a warforged? Well, uh, just like any other person. Yeah. Like if, if they're trustworthy, you'll know eventually, right? If they're not, you'll also know that eventually. You won't, you won't be able to tell, by the way, if they're lying to you. It's, it's extraordinarily difficult because they don't have the same amount of facial expressions. Right. right? So, I mean, it's, it's possible, right? You know, but it's not exactly, it's, it's more of a, that's more of a, like a skill, right? Like learned over time. Yeah. You really got to know this person to understand. There's very, very sort of subtle changes in tone. and Exactly. And, and like, yeah, no, just like any other people or, or any other, you know, sentient beings. They're a good Warforged. They're a shitty Warforged, right? They're um, by and large great party members. I, I've heard I haven't traveled with one, but I don't see why they wouldn't be. Yeah, I wouldn't turn my nose up at a, at a Warforged companion as part of an adventuring party. Not even a little bit. I think right. I think they'd be a great traveling companion. Like, they don't, they wouldn't complain as much. as like, You know, the cold probably doesn't affect them as much. You know, the, the heat probably doesn't affect them as much. They can, they can do a really good job of keeping watch at night. Do they eat? Like, because you can save a lot on rations if they don't. I don't I don't think they, they do. eat. I think they require maintenance in other ways. Like, they need to get lubed up? Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, I can even get lubed up every hey, now and then too. Wackity schmackity do, buddy. Yeah. Brown right. chicken, brown cow. I, right, see where I, don't you're going. Think, I don't think we can beat that for the rest of the day. So that, I think we should end it right there. What do you think? I think we're good. 
All right, everybody, be sure to send your birds to at Roland Flagon or to at Oliver Redboots or to at S. Smallsmith. Uh, and we hope to see everybody next week. Also, you know, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell, you know, we'll tell them not to start on episode one, though. They're like, you know, go to episode two and three. Remember, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're episodic, not an, and not an anthology. We're not right? a serial. Yeah, we're not serial. So, all right, we'll see everybody next week. Take care, everybody.